All right. Uh, <laughs> let's start out with that. <clears throat> you, can't, you can't overcome that. Yeah. What is this? The uh, sick old man podcast? Welcome to the Successful Users Podcast. Featuring Samuel Hewlett and Robert Graham. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fantastic, amazing, wonderful episode of Successful Users. I'm a host, Samuel. And I'm the other, Robert. And to the topic of the week this week is social proof. And and what do, what do we mean by social proof? Before we get into our tips, what, a, what should we give a quick overview? To my mind, social proof is the process of surfacing the the success and admiration and general goodwill that you have engendered in uh in the world uh i think that's i mean i think that's often how it's embodied in a product context i don't know that's like a, a rigorous sort of abstract definition um if you're interested in where the phrase came from at least so far as i know oh it's 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 Robert Cialdini. He wrote a book called Persuasion. There you go. Yeah. Um, and there's uh, inside of the book, you should definitely read it if you haven't. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, everybody should read it. Uh, it's In fact, it's not even like product people. Like Everybody should understand what's going on there. Business people. Uh, if you want to know so, how to make people do stuff. <laughs> it's, it's actually, it's, that's important for everyone. So anyway, social proof. Uh, it's 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 a little broader, I feel like, because like one of his examples in the book is like if there's a traffic accident, people generally just keep driving. Um, but if someone stops and gets out and starts sort of pointing at people to do things, then just that the one person stopped and is pointing and talking, and there's some immediate social proof there that it's okay to to stop and lend aid. Um, then people will be dramatically more likely to do so. Uh, and that's not really related to goodwill or anything. That's just seeing that other people are doing something, so it's okay to do it, right? You're not stepping out on a limb by yourself. Where there's smoke, there's fire. One of my favorites is is they, uh, there's a Candid Camera episode from back in the black and white television days where they had people uh, walk into an elevator they'd wait until like the mark went in who the mark being like the victim and then they would have a group of people who pretended like they didn't know each other they would all walk in and they would like all face like the like the side wall of the elevator (laughs) instead of facing the door which like a normal person would and then it was always just like a matter of time until that the person was like uh and they would turn to face like the the other the wall right but yeah that's so you know, social proof. Yep. All right. So let's let's get back on track here. Let's go. So we did a, last week was a little bit of good cop, bad cop. Do you have mistakes or tips, or have we have we entered into like a post a uh, postmodern philosophical uh, beyond <laughs> good and evil kind of thing at this point? Um, I guess I have a mix of things. Mostly, I have tips. Let's just call them tips, do's and don'ts. Yeah. There we go. All right. 
Let's All get right, it. Samuel, I will, as a, a very gracious individual, allow you to go first, as I went first last time. Well, that's that's very gracious of you. Uh, given the choice, I like to defer. <laughs> oh, the flea flicker. Yep. This is the... Uh, this, can we have like an awkward, uh, you know, we just started dating and I, we can't get off the phone kind of a thing going on here? I do not know what that means. <laughs> well, I'm just, just like, you hang up. No, you. You oh, hang up. yeah. Sorry. That wasn't funny. I wanted it to be. <laughs> All right. So tip number one. <laughs> tip number one. My, my first tip is going to be... Uh, kind of my most negative thing. I'm going to start off with the bad news here. All right. Uh, and so one thing you want to avoid is is the negative proof is is a bad thing. So you don't want to show that nobody is doing something or that nobody cares or nobody's interested. Really? So especially uh, if you're going to put, say, like share buttons on your site or you're going to show how many subscribers you have or comments oh. or anything like that, uh, you, you may want to wait until you have a little bit of momentum there before you share. Uh, and another consideration is, you know, sometimes you throw it into a into a plugin in WordPress or on your, you know, you just kind of blast it all over the site. Um, but I think really you ought to you ought to be a little smarter about it. If if there are certain pages you know aren't going to get shared, then you shouldn't have social proof on those pages. You need to limit, I think, those types of things to the content and the pages that you're putting together that are really designed for it, for sharing and for you know those types of things. So avoid the the uh, evidence of of non interaction, non endorsement. Yeah, and and make sure make sure where you are including social proof that it's on purpose. Yeah. So be intentional with it. Yeah. That's like two tips. That's what I do. So it's just value. Just... So so as far as the be intentional about it, could you could you perhaps provide an illustrating example? Uh well I can I can give a almost a counterexample is better. Mm. Um I've had sites before that I sadly was a part of uh that essentially just splashed, you know, social connection stuff everywhere. When and by that you mean like the share this links? Yeah, share this and like share accounts next to it. Uh, and you know, some of our content was great for sharing and got shared a lot. And you know, so it did pretty well and it looked really good when you looked at those things. But some of the stuff we were putting out wasn't even meant for that. Yeah, you know, I mean, do you, do you, does your Frequently asked questions page really get a lot of shares. I mean, if it does, I don't know what that says, but uh, you know, you don't want to just shotgun blast that stuff. You need to be on purpose, selective. Pick your spots. Yep. Uh, so I, I think that's pretty important. Yeah, I'll piggyback on that one. Uh, I would I would strongly consider seeing what happens to your social shares if you get rid of those share this buttons everywhere. My my main man Sam Solomon ran a, a, a uh, experiment of sorts on his blog and found that the shares, as I recall, uh, social sharing went up because he wasn't thrown it in people's faces. Instead, it was like, look, if you want to share it, share it. But I don't, I'm not going to give you this little play school version of it. 
The only thing that feels like you might want to have more uh, ability to share is it'd be nice if you could reduce the friction to share without necessarily splashing the proof on the page. Does that make sense? Yeah, like those dumb, like, tweet this things that get rammed onto paragraphs. Yeah. I think they're uh, the worst. Make it less dumb. Yeah. Right, be crafty. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. All right. That's three tips. Make it less dumb. And How about that? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. I do believe it's your turn, unless you plan to defer again. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, as the gentleman, the gentleman in me says, if you would like to keep going, please keep going. <laughs> no, I will go. Tip number two. So, so uh, one uh, kind of general tip that I like to recommend here. A lot of times, if you're looking at surfacing things like this is how many Twitter followers we have, or we have X thousand companies in however many countries, or uh, there have been this many reports run with our product or whatever. Um, like just like the big mass, like, oh goodness, wow, that's that's impressive. Unless if it is like legitimately, legitimately pr- impressive, um, I, I would recommend staying away from, I guess what you could almost call like the vanity metrics of social proof and instead focus on what almost are the, are the, it's sticking with the vanity metrics kind of metaphor here. What are like the KPIs of success of the users of your site and how can you surface that? So for example, if you are tax slayer, you could say we have saved this many millions or billions or whatever of, uh, you know, rev the, or your, you know, returns came in has, have been this much bigger because of our product. Or if you are a job site, you can say this many people landed jobs or things along those lines where you're actually throwing out a big number that very tightly correlates to uh, the value proposition of your product. So that's 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 my ge- kind of a general, not super not super specific recommendation. But if you do have any of these like outsized numbers, anybody can go out and get 200,000 Twitter. Well, 200,000 might be. A, a little much, but anybody can go out and get 20,000 Twitter followers, I assure you. Um, so maybe that's not super impressive. Just the amount of customers that you have or the amount of users that you have. Okay, but are they the right ones? Or does that really affect me? I don't know. So that's that's my general recommendation is when you're going to throw out gaudy numbers, make them highly relevant ones to the success that you create for your users. Right. Yeah, I think that's a good recommendation. Well, thank you. I like that one. I endorse it. Oh, all right. Back to you, Mr. Graham. Tip number three. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to... Yeah, I've got one that kind of dovetails with, with that one, so I'm going to jump on it. Great. Uh, so I've seen I've seen this done in a few places, and I think it's, I think it's a cool idea. Uh, so when you, have, when you have a unique proposition, when you have, um, you know, some some like core thing that you tend to share a lot. Uh, my, my example is um, you need a budget. Um, so they have a method and they have four rules and he, the gentleman spoke at, at microconf this year. Um, and he taught it a lot about how they have these four rules and they, they use them everywhere. Jesse Meckham. So kind of yep. Good fella. Uh, I, was, With, I was thinking Jamie, but yeah, you're right. What's Jesse that? Meckham. 
I was thinking Jamie for some reason. Yeah, you're right, Jesse Meekum. Meekum. Uh, well, there you go. So we both, <laughs> so with, our, with our powers combined, we can remember his name. Yes. Uh, of, <laughs> Almost uh, as good as Fake Grimlock. Yeah, let's throw, uh-huh. out, let's throw a quick shout out to youneedabudget.com then. Yeah, that's, I, actually, I use it. So there you go. So you don't need a budget. Well, no, you do. You have a budget. I, I do. Yeah, I have a budget. Good for me. Uh, yeah, so they have these four rules. They share them around. It's a big, it's a big part of their sort of unique proposition. And so what I think is when you have that, or even, you know, I'm kind of tying it to what you said, like if you're tax layer and you save people money, um, when you have numbers, when you have testimonials, you should try to tie it back as much as you can to those types of things. So connect it to your, you know, we save people money, connect it to your, you know, four rules, um, when when people talk about you, because you want to really highlight why you're special, why you're different, why you matter to people. Yeah. So, so wait, another kind of general tip. So are you are you saying uh, that you should wrap wrap your social proof in that context? Yes. So like it, I I have a tip about testimonials that I'm going to jump on jump on later but uh, so like if you have a testimonial one of the things you can do is is prompt people kind of specifically around something and I think this is one of the things you should target highly yeah fair enough well that's that's very similar to to uh, a tip that I had which is tip number four what I call the jeweler to the stars approach where are you familiar with that term, jeweler to the stars? I am. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I, what what I like about it is that you're saying we like you're you're saying these are who our ideal customers are, and so if you are a star, then you know where to go because we are the jeweler to the stars, and then also even more slyly, if you want to be a star or want to be like a star, then you can come here as well. And so I'm a big fan of, in the same way that you're saying, wrap wrap the social proof in the context of the of the, your unique selling proposition. Uh, I like to wrap the social proof in the context of these are this is like a select club that that you either belong to or aspire to belong to. And then right. then when you say we have twenty thousand Twitter followers, all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is a an elite group. And and the numbers, you know, in some weird ways, the smaller the better, almost like a site like Quib, where they've got like the velvet rope, you know, a- any kind of social proof that comes out of that is is amplified and that much more potent because of it. Right. Yeah, I like that. Good. Well, thank you. Yeah. All right. So is it back to me already? It is. Wow. I feel okay. That's that's fine actually. <laughs> Tip number five. Uh, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna. Last time I feel like we came out of the gate really strong, and now we're kind of lightning round at the beginning. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going with the lightning. Lightning round. Um. So I think something people don't do enough, don't do purposefully enough, a, a lot of times is is basically just solicit social proof. Uh, mm. So it's it's great when. It's given to you. It's great when people, you know, do reviews or people rate you or talk about you. Um, but I, I think if you really want to get 
the types of social proof that are that we're talking about that are most useful that highlight the things you want to highlight um, and and you get those and build up like a good catalog of them um, then you're gonna have to actively solicit those things uh, and I don't think you want to do that just when someone you know just bought or just when someone sort of had their first success I mean those are good times to do it but I would say and there are some t- statistics that back this up one of the best times to do it is actually after a successful support call or email. So after you're able to address an issue for somebody, it's a great time to solicit some kind of review or testimonial depending on you know what kind of product you have. Um, and they can be really powerful because, especially if it's an issue a lot of people have, uh, you might relate it to that, you might relate it to some of the other sort of couchings we've been talking about, and it can be a really valuable uh, piece of feedback like after you've had a little bit of conflict, but you you made everything good again. Yeah. Um, like a makeup sex. Pretty much. Yeah, I was I was thinking that, but I wasn't sure if I was going to say it. <laughs> well, I I have <laughs> I have no such qualms. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Samuel. Uh, yeah, I, and then if you have if you have you know tax slayer, right? If you save somebody a ton of money, then it seems like an obvious time to make an ask. Uh, but I would tie it, tie it to the event itself, not follow up later, right? Yeah. Say, hey, well, we got this good thing going here. Yeah. So, like, if you're sending back an email that's like, we saved you ten grand, uh, you know, somewhere in there, you should be like, and you know, if to show your appreciation, you could do this or something along those lines. That's actually terrible. I have a tip about that, <laughs> but. I don't yeah. want to fix it right now, so we're going to stay with it. Yeah. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> no, we won't. No, don't fix it in post. No. I, I actually, I have a, I have kind of a tip directly about that, but I I don't want to expose it now, so I'm, I'm giving bad advice instead. A tip about fixing things in post? <laughs> no, about uh, encouraging people to give you feedback using social proof. How about that? Mm. Uh, but you're, holding, you're, you're playing coy. Yep, that's just a tease. All right. So uh, this 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 is a very very basic. Oh wait, so what are we up to? T- this is tip number six, I think. Tip number six. It's a, a do do and or don't number six. Uh, very basic, but I see this too often. To not bring it up. Get get a face attached to that testimonial. I am constantly. Yeah. Too too often seeing uh, testimonials from some dude. Like the worst case scenario is it's a testimonial, and then underneath it's like uh, like weed guy forty nine or whatever. Like th- that <laughs> that has like no credibility whatsoever. So I always say like make it attributable, and then also make it social, so that you're seeing the face, you feel drawn in, you feel like a little bit. I mean, some you know iota iota is that the right word? Some modicum of a connection with this person just by looking at them in their face, getting an idea of what they're about. And then obviously anytime that you can include name or title or the company they work at or the logo of their company that they work at, possibly even link to said company. Because that's one thing where you're like, well, if I link, then people will click away and then maybe they won't do the thing that I want. But I tend to think, A, you're saying, look, this is how confident we are. We're going to give you a link. You can go to it if you want to. It's like um, providing references. Like, all right, here's the phone number. You can call them. 
if you're being if you're being all cagey about it, then like maybe I should call. But if you're just laying it out there, right? All right, I trust you. So yeah, and, and these people are you know presumably like you. So when you click, you're like, oh yeah, right. This is me. I need to do this thing. Also a star, looking for some exactly. jewelry. So yeah. yeah, so 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 again, this is table stakes here, but round that testimonial out with what I call the four horsemen of the trust apocalypse. Name, <laughs> name, title, place of employment, face. Nice. Thank you. That's good. Tip number seven. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to jump on that. So I, I have this, this one targeted specifically about testimonials. Um, and then all this has been targeted at specific kinds of social proof. But uh, I concur with uh, photos. If you absolutely can't uh, show a face, um, why you couldn't could at you? Because least... you didn't get clearance. Something like that. You could at least bring in a logo. Yep. Um, yeah, but yeah, something visual to connect things up. Uh, and so I, I'm I'm pretty much bringing back something that we talked about in the last episode. Um, I didn't know at the time that we were going to be doing social proof here, but wait, what? Ramit Sethi. I thought you meant right prompt. now. The first one. That's yeah. This yeah. is happening now. He's woefully unprepared. Uh, <laughs> everything, everything he's been saying, he's just been making up. He just keeps. It's like when when you're like, yeah, I'm not sure. Why don't you order, and I'll figure it out by then. <laughs> I I am lost, but I'm uh, just gonna uh, forge what, what, ahead. Uh, well, I'm let me clear it up because maybe maybe the out. listeners are also lost. When you said that you didn't know what the topic was, I thought you meant right now. Like you didn't know coming into this recording. Oh, I gotcha. No, I, I have some notes here, so I hope I know. Well, yeah, and we've like had several emails for days about this as well. So. <laughs> that wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, okay, so apologies. So what you're saying is this is something you brought up last time, but you didn't know that we would be following it up so quickly with this topic. Right. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know I was stepping on it before, but I did. Gotcha. I, uh, you have my full attention. All right. I'm glad we're on the same page. Welcome back, everybody. Um, so Ramit Sethi, he spoke at the first microconf, and one of the things he talked about with testimonials, his his uh, hot tip was to target them at specific pains or object- objections people have. Um, so make sure that that when you get the testimonial, you solicit it with a, a specific question that targets it in that way. Uh, I do think you want to let the users actually write them because I think they'll use better language, they'll be better testimonials, they're more authentic. Uh, I think it, you can spot a, a staged testimonial a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and then it, it feels if, a little it feels a little slimy to me too. There have been a couple yeah, of times it, where it is. I've almost like written one and just been like, hey, let me know if you and I was just like, no, I'd I'd rather have no testimonial than some some weird. I'd have to just start buying like uh like uh like hair oil and slicking my head hair back. Yeah, and you might have to buy a van or something. Well, not not like I'd be a pervert. Like <laughs> like like I'd be wearing a shark skin suit. I think I, yeah, I think you have to get a dirty wife beater and a van. <laughs> well, well, agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I wasn't even talking about if you did that. I just mean now. Oh, just in general. That's just your that's your that's your tip of the week. A tip of the week. <laughs> tip of the week. All right. Uh, is, does that does that conclude? What are we up to? Tip was that tip seven? 
I think that was yeah seven because you deferred. Uh. Tip number eight. So so here's here's one of my strongest recommendations, and I could be wrong because this is what I'm recommending you don't do is very very common. In fact, I would say it's probably something of a, of a design pattern. So. Oh, either this is a controversy. Yeah, I'm. I'm either. I'm like the kid in Emperor's New Clothes. No, well, not in the clothes, but in the story. Or I'm just wrong, or both, or somewhere in between. But so there is no social proof that you're using to make the decision to say this. I have absolutely nothing to back this up, other than <laughs> just being a rational human being, being like in that. tune with my own experiences as a web user, and looking at. The, the, the people who who pull this particular thing off the best tend to separate themselves in one particular have a certain distinction to it that 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 is my do part of the recommendation. So my recommendation is, and I see this all the time, like say you have a home page. Maybe it's like a long form sales page. There's like description of the product and some screenshots and some feature descriptions and benefits and let's say you're just making a very nice convincing gesture towards you know getting people to do whatever it is you want them to do and then like at the bottom there's just like a block of testimonials like a like a like a three by three grid of nine testimonials with nine faces and and to me that that is really it doesn't work because faces are like such like lightning rods to begin with that they really they draw your attention like they suck your attention away from the words so they're good. They're especially good for drawing your attention through a page. But when you clump them all together, I kind of compare it to like the the fabled crabs in a bucket, all, all pulling pulling each other down, so you can't get anywhere. So I, I always find my attention just grinds to a halt whenever I hit one of these uh, testimonial patches, and I wind up not reading any of them because my eye just skips around and gets tired of that whole section. And then I'm like, well, screw this, I'm out of here. So my recommendation is to sprinkle them like a seasoning throughout all of your copy. And that goes not even just on the page, not only scattering them out throughout a page, but scattering them throughout the pages, uh, plural, on your site. There are so many times where I'll see like a clump of like nine super valuable or otherwise super valuable testimonials all sequestered at the bottom of a homepage. And then on the pricing page or the sign-up page, when people would really be wanting like some dude to be like, yeah, yeah, you should do this. Trust me. Yeah, it's great. They're nowhere to be found. So I, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of, I, I kind of compare it to like gravy on a holiday feast. You don't just say like, here's your serving of gravy and then have people eat that on its own all at once. You, you spread it around. So my recommendation, especially with faces, testimonials, spread, the, spread those bad boys around. Yeah, I like that. I think I think there's a lot of a lot of truth there. And test it, uh, of course. Obviously, I sure. I wouldn't expect that your conversions would just plummet if you if you, you know, sprinkled them throughout your site. But obviously, again, I I just I want to be humble here. I you know, I'm not grain of salt. Do you know where that grain of salt comes from, by the way? Uh man, this is like a recurring thing for us i think i think this is what the people really like <laughs> you're gonna give the people what they want yeah all right so the, uh i i do not know well because sometimes you'll you'll see people being like riffing on it and being like look this is just my opinion 
You can take this with a huge grain of salt, and that's like the opposite of the actual meaning of it. That the 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 meat the uh what do you call it? The origin of the term is that people used to salt meat to preserve it or to prepare it for food for eating, you know? Mm-hmm. And so what they were saying is like there is so little meat to this, it is so insubstantial that it could be taken with but a single grain of salt. Right. So when you say this, you know, this can be taken with a grain of salt, you're actually not recommending, hey, you should take this with a grain of salt. It's like there's so little here that it could be. Right. So first I accused you of being a van owner, and then I Which accused is a, you of lacking uh, substance. Yeah. These harmful rumors against me and my family, <laughs> I would like to come out and say that are completely unsubstantiated. We, we actually, so Samuel did purchase a car recently. It was not a van. No. We even recorded episodes about it. So if you'd like to check them out, the bonus episodes, the car interview, it's yeah. good stuff. And I don't even own an, uh, a wife beater, let alone a, a dirty one, or as a gentleman might prefer to call them, an A-shirt. <laughs> so yeah, so grain of salt, um, uh, treat, treat your testimonials like gravy. Yeah, I... I think this is a good a good thing to try. I think it's I it appeals to me because it seems like putting, you know, there's a grid of faces with all the stuff. It's sort of the equivalent of if you're writing copy and you just put everything in the same exact like font size and type and you know, everything was aligned the same as if everything was of equal importance and nothing needed to be highlighted or pointed out or you know, reinforced or flow in any particular way. Uh, and that seems obviously bad, right? You got to mix it up. Make it a, make it a stir fry. Yeah. Well, and, and highlight the stuff that's important. I mean, yeah, you, you can't highlight something without a little space. All right. Tip number nine. Yeah, I think that we're already to nine. Tip number nine. All right. So, I know this is this is a big challenge, but one of one of the things about social proof that can be tricky is when you start out you really don't have any. So what do you do? Cold start problem. If you just got nothing. Uh and I think my uh my recommendations I have a couple different ideas here. Uh some of these I've done, some of them I haven't. Um, and but but I think they're all reasonable suggestions depending on what your goals are. So the first one is when you can't say have a grid of faces or a whole bunch of really impressive logos, uh, go for some depth o- depth over breadth. Um, so pick someone, hopefully someone inf- influential, uh, and go for some kind of case study. Um, you know, kind of partner with them a little bit. Um, to get to get some some case study action there, or I think it was on the the Fizzle podcast. Uh, Cor- yeah, those guys. I'm so tired of them. <laughs> but Corbett Barr was talking about uh, when he was getting started. Uh, he convinced one of the biggest blogs in the niche he was starting in to sort of co-sponsor a survey that he did. And once he got that co-sponsor, everybody else, you know, signed up, and he sold it to him as I'm going to do all the work. I just want you to sign on, you know, 
to for you know branding essentially. He's like, I'm going to give you everything for free and do all the work. Just let me use your name essentially. Let, uh, let me and, help promote you. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, totally. Free promotion. Let's do this together. Uh, and I think that was a big win for him, and it gave him a lot of credibility. So that's the kind of thing I'm suggesting you do here. Uh, another thing to, to tighten that a little is when you've got nothing, uh, sometimes you can you know, sort of go the wrong direction, in my opinion, and not really target anything at all, just kind of uh, shoot at nothing in particular. You know, like if there's a flock of birds and you just shoot in that direction and hope you get something. Uh, by the way, that never works. Um, he knows. You have to actually pick a target. So if you want a testimonial or you want a, a logo on your site, uh, go go at it. Like, you know, come up with a plan of how you're going to kind of build a relationship with those people um, and how you're going to deliver some value to them and then how you're going to kind of leverage that relationship into eventually having a testimonial. And it may take you a while to get there, but, uh, you know, you got to do it on purpose. So uh, and, in, in, uh, in, in, in like in animal kingdom terms, if you're the, the lioness, don't just, don't just dive headstrong towards a, a pack of wildebeest. Try to find one of the, the sick or young or old to, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, one of the, on the fringes. Uh, and I don't know that it has to be on the fringes in this case. I thought it would be fun to take that a little too literally, but yeah, yeah. Go, go after a, a robust one. But, the, but the idea is go after one in particular. Yeah. Yeah. And the last thing is, um, so I know Rand Fishkin, who I, I, do? I like a lot of his stuff. Uh, he dropping. talked about, uh, how well do you know him? I don't know. I, I know he talked about this. Oh, That's I thought I, you're like, yeah, my buddy Rand. There. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that guy. Um, this is, I love, this is like derailment. Uh, the anyway. People, the people love it though. The listeners are just do, going. Do just Pure Bonkers. mockery. I, I guess if I get away with a van comment or two, I should be derailed once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Fully deserved. Uh, anyway, when he started a blog, he said that the comment section was essentially him and his wife and a couple friends just riffing with each other. Uh, so there were no, not necessarily real comments, but there were no comments from a wider audience. But he still did it just to make some social proof that something was going on here. Prime in the uh, pump. Yeah. You know, put a, put a couple dollars in that tip jar. Yes. Good, good metaphor. Yeah. So I think that's also something you can do. It's pretty achievable. You got a couple friends calling a couple favors and, and get started. Get rid of that blank canvas. Yeah. I love it. If, if I may, if I may offer up a, a follow on point to that, please do, sir. One thing I do not like, and and the 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 Rand and Co in the comments I think is a is a savvy idea. Um, so not not to be unclear, I, I'm I'm I give a thumbs up to that, but I give a thumbs down to, and you don't see this too often, but I do come across it every once in a while. People who have the founder quoted on their site, shaped to look like it's a testimonial from a customer. 
Mm. Do you ever see that, or is this just me? I th- I saw this earlier today, in fact. Yeah, I think that's terrible. Because every time it's like, oh, look at this person's got something nice to... Hey, wait a minute. Like This, this is like some weird, desperate thing. Like, I don't... <laughs> it, that, that always... I, I feel uh, like the relationship has been initiated on a lie, for one. And uh, it just... It just Ugh, just comes across a little desperate to me. So I say stay away from that. Yeah, I kind of agree. I'm not a big fan of a full-on astroturfing. It seems like the wrong thing to do. There you go. Astroturfing being the fake grassroots campaign. Yeah. There you go. Fake, fake reviews, fake testimonials. No good. I concur. All right. So we're number down ten. to tip number 10. Tip number Ten. And this one, this one's a, a very small, it's a highly tactical tip. Um, sometimes when you go to a site, there will be some sort of, I guess for lack of a better term, like a ticker that automatically usually is, is going up. So it could say, uh, you know, I don't even know what a good example would be. This many page views and you'll just see it being like, like a, like an odometer kind of a thing. Um, but mm-hmm. page views is a bad example because it's not like a hit counter. It's uh, it's whatever your this is how many customers we have or this is how many uh, right. uh, over six billion served. Yeah, or like uh, you know this many tweets and counting or whatever it is that you do. Let's say your buffer, which I don't. I'm almost positive they don't do this. So just to, as a pure hypothetical example, if they said um, you know six hundred eighty one thousand one hundred twenty tweets posted and then it's like 20 becomes 21 22 23 as you're sitting there watching it it animates up right and i would probably that's probably very far in the low end for how many tweets buffer is posted but whatever i was just coming up with a number off the top of my head my recommendation is to do is to avoid one thing and instead do one of two other things the thing to avoid is to set some sort of uh step function where it just says like every second increase you know whatever some plus one and so you see this very steady uniform increase because that's not really believable if instead what you could do is actually rig it up so that whenever in this case a tweet was posted it would increase that number ajax style or if there was even just a callback that you know a second goes by and maybe it goes up by three uh it just keeps checking back so it's it's a staggered approach um, I, I, I recommend doing that instead because then you feel like you're sitting there and you're watching it happen. Or maybe like a good example would be like a dating site where it's like this many matches have been, you know, this many dates have been secured and it'd be like, Oh, wow. Three more people just went on a date just now. Something like that. I think that's pretty right. great. So, but if it's not practical for you to be like hammering your, your user table or whatever it is that you're going to be coming up with the sum on, one thing you could do instead is kind of a combination of the two. Instead of having this thing where it's like, eh, this is probably about where it is, and then we'll just say like every second increase one because that's basically the rate that we're doing. Just do that, but throw some randomization in there. So make it update sporadically and, and hoping that it stays somewhat in line with what the actual thing is. Right. So that's it. It's a very small tip, like I said. Yeah, I like that. I think that's I think that's a solid tip. Just whenever I see the uniform increases, I'm like, oh, this is BS. 
Yeah, I think it's cool too when, like you were saying, if you know you could increase like a tweet count or something. Uh, sometimes you see people do something a little bit more real time where they maybe they'll pull one out of the stream, like say five just got added, they'll show you oh one of them or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that can be pretty cool because it feels a little more real. Yeah, I guess the only issue there, because uh, this was this was something where I was like, I don't really have anything good to say about this, but so it didn't become an official tip. But um, I guess you just really think twice before you open it up to be like, anytime our name is mentioned, we're gonna show it show it on our homepage. Like anytime somebody talks about us on Twitter, right. like no, I, I'm not I'm not advocating that. I'm saying no, I know you're not. I'm just saying, uh, yeah, and your as your a, key as a thing tangent, is sending a tweet. Yeah, or like there was what was the thing where like I think like Shell or Exxon did this thing where they had like these they were trying to do this like showing that they were environmentally conscious so they had like quote unquote postcards and it was like these nature scenes with like polar bears or rainforests or whatever and you were supposed to like they're just like yeah but, like people people will write nice things about us and then they they'll automatically show up on this page and then people get to vote and it was just like just a complete complete disaster but uh yeah so anyway i'd recommend i wouldn't go fully fully uh fully hands off as far as the curation of that kind of thing goes yeah yeah no i was thinking more say you were uh I don't know. Say, say you were our friend Ruben and BitSketch, uh, and you had a like a count of money people made yeah. creating proposals, right? Which which is an actual fact. Um, which would be which would be a great uh, success oriented social proof. Yes, sir. Good job, Ruben. Um, so, you know, say you had some people submit something. Uh, and instead of just increasing the total number when three people, you know, say booked a job with a proposal, um, in this case you might need to hide sort of the identity of the customer, but maybe you could, you know, show the total increase and then also show, you know, a separate amount and sort of allied the name of the customer or something like that. Like uh, someone just did one for this much, something like that. Yeah. Or or like just saying, like someone in. In uh, Waukegan, yeah. Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm all for it. I think that kind of thing is pretty cool. Me too. I like it. All right. Let's do a quick whip around. Tip number one. Number one. Negative proof is bad. Or like lack of proof. Right. Yeah. Tip number it's, two. I don't know. Oh. Go ahead. Tip number two. Make the proof, make your gaudy numbers attached to the benefit that you provide and not just lots of people. Tip number three, um, make your proof about your unique proposition. Connect it to you specifically. Tip number four, wrap that social proof in the context of the jeweler to the stars exclusivity that you offer. And tip number five, actively solicit reviews and testimonials. Uh, specifically uh, after successful support. Tip number six, slap a face on that testimonial and a couple of the other four horsemen of the trust apocalypse while you're at it. Number seven, uh, when you're doing your testimonials, target them in specific pains or sales objections and let your users write the testimonials. Tip number eight, 
Use those testimonials like gravy on a holiday feast. Spread them around. Don't gulp them all down at once. Tip number nine. Uh, when you have nothing, when you're starting from zero on social proof, go for depth over breadth. Case studies, co-sponsors, target specific uh, influencers or people that you want to get the testimonials from. Uh, and then co-op with some of your friends to generate a little buzz, some comments, different things like that. Just get that get that tip jar, a couple bucks in it, get going. Like your like your very close friend Rand Fishkin of Moz.com. <laughs> like, I I read something he wrote one time, so yes, very close friends. <laughs> well, I've read much of what he's done. I, he's a, he's a hero <laughs> of mine. Uh, yeah, no, I've I've actually read and watched a lot of his stuff. I'm always when I when I have another touch point, I'm like, why have I not been engaged the whole time? This is great. Yeah. Tip number ten. Randomize that ticker. If you got stuff that's going boop, 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 like make it look at least at least put on some pretense of it being able to match up to reality. Don't just do some lazy algorithm that updates uniformly. Nice. And that is a little something I like to call wrapping it up. We did get four new reviews, so we are fully what? accredited that if you go to our podcast on iTunes, it will tell you that we are a five-star show, because we have, I guess that's the critical mass for them being like, well, no, they must be legit. They have five reviews. Yeah. Well, it will in the U.S. So we have we have five in the U.S. and one in Australia, but yeah. Ooh, one in Australia. Yes, sir. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, yeah, so look. I'm not going to ask you to go out and rate this five stars. Truth be told, I don't know if I would rate this five stars if it were me. But if you would be so kind as to consider it, certainly wouldn't say no. Uh, me on Was the that other too hand, humble? That might have been too humble. Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go devil's advocate here and say, if you've listened this far, you definitely like it. You might as well go ahead, say something nice, five star review. You know you want to. Ooh, the the, the forceful. <laughs> I, you didn't give me any other. Uh, I mean, I had to pick an angle. That's all I had yeah. left. I just hate it with podcasts when they're when it's always like it's all about them. Go rate us five stars. Uh, blah 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 blah. Like, all right, we had we had a good thing going. I liked listening to you for the last forty minutes or however long. Now all of a sudden, oh, I see what this is about. And I look, I I know that you got to do your <laughs> thing, but I just. I like to make it more like, look, if you do it, then great. I, obviously, it would be very helpful for uh, for us getting getting this thing off the ground. But at the same time, if you just come away thinking, hey, you know what? That was a pretty good use of my time. I can't wait to check in next week. That's enough with me, friendo. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Just keep going. <laughs>